Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday, May 6th in the year 2022. And welcome to a very pleasant end of the week day. (laughs) Fridays are always good. Lots of crazy in the news like normal. Nothing new. World is spinning out of control. Make sure you're getting good sleep. And the way to ensure that is to make sure you have good products to sleep on. Some of the best sheets on the market come from MyPillow as well as the best pillows to ensure that sleep. And right now, MyPillow has an amazing number of sales going on all in the area of buy one, get one free offers. This is brought to you, of course, by Mike Lindell, one of America's great CEOs and patriots to bring some of the best savings in, around ever on the MyPillow site. So some of the great things that are going on, classic premium MyPillows, buy one, get one free. MyPillow sheets, buy one, get one free. Six-piece towel sets, buy one, get one free. All of those products I use, they're fantastic. Can't rave about them enough. And many, many more things. And then, of course, you have the normal sales that are going on in MyPillow, which you just can't turn down, like 50% off on my slippers, doggy beds down as low as 1998. They even have... They even have pet blankets now. Totally awesome. So you've got everything you need for your household to make them everybody happy and comfortable, getting a good night's sleep in the midst of this crazy world we're in, which is everybody trying to make sure that you're anxiety-driven and fear-driven. Of course, we're not. But nonetheless, you need great sleep products to ensure great sleep. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the Bards Nation's landing page. And use your promo code and just take advantage of the great savings. And you can use that same promo code, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, anywhere on the MyPillow site, the MyStore site, and the FrankSpeech.com site. And if you want to speak to a real person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and use your promo code BARDS, and they're going to get you totally hooked up. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS, promo code BARDS. Well, Patriots. I'm going to read a little quote to you here before we begin today. A slave is one who waits for someone to come and free him. Ezra Pond, great statement. Love that. Total total accuracy in that statement. And unfortunately, so much of the time we're in is too many continue to wait for someone to come save them. This world is ugly. Here's the latest from executive Edward Dowd, he was the former BlackRock executive who was has been revealing the death rates, the unexpected deaths or unaccountable deaths uh, in the millennial class in particular. That was one of his big revelations recently based on hard data. And so that was a revelation he made back in March on the war room with Steve Bannon, where he said that U.S. millennials aged 25 to 44, that age group experienced a record-setting 84% increase in excess mortality during the year 2021. Well, today, again on Steve Bannon's War Room, Dowd has said that the excess deaths in Q1, which is this first quarter, have been around 20%, again, same age group. I say that because this the big thing that we are not still are dealing with at all is the vax and the damage that this vax is causing and ravaging across the whole society and everything about this now from the leak in the Supreme court to Durham is everybody's eyes on the wrong topic. Quite frankly, I'm going to read you something here and just reading for what it is. General twin general Flynn retweeted this. I want you to hear this statement, but I'm going to put up front is I'm, absolutely against what this statement is framing. 
in politics, in leadership, no one is ever untouchable. That is my general rule. I don't care how good you are. You will always make mistakes, and it is always up to the people to hold good leaders accountable. So I want you to hear this post, and it reads, and it was, I'm being clear, it was actually written by Pepe, Pepe Lives Matter. But this is what it says. People who say that Trump doesn't have his pulse on true MAGA anymore have no idea what kind of things happen behind the scenes and what kind of person Trump is. God used Trump to stop the hard great reset, lay the corruption of the swamp bare for the world to see and protect millions of children around the world. His legacy is absolutely tremendous. I find it shameful for people to dishonor this man and I won't stand for it. You have no idea what kind of burden he's been holding for those for these past five years and people sitting on the couch have no right to judge a man who's been working his ass off to save the world from pure evil. So I'm going to just frame it like this. I have never said that Trump didn't do good things, and I've said that. But until we get accountability on this shot and the increase in deaths, in fact, the one company that President Trump pushed heavily, which was Johnson & Johnson, has just been pulled off the market because of the problems it's causing in health. So my point is very simple. You can, be, you can do all the great things you want, but as leaders, you are accountable. Leaders are accountable to all the things they do. And we can't have a selective accountability. It just can't happen. President Trump has to account for this, which is to me the greatest issue of his entire four years, which is this clot shot. And the fact that he has pushed it. I don't. I could have let a lot of this go on the clot shot issue. It's the simple fact of Operation Warp Speed and what it would perhaps what was required in the time of lesser of evils choices. But he has continued to promote that clot shot. And that clot shot is leading to people dying. That's not a legacy I want anything part of. And so there needs to be accountability to that. I'm just going to be blunt. Because when we get into a mindset where we are now in a place where a president is untouchable, and to paraphrase Teddy Roosevelt, we get into a place where it's now treasonous as patriots to be in this country. We have to hold people accountable. Everybody. And ourselves, accountability is one of these things in this day and age that it seems to be so slipping away. And it's at the center point of what we're seeing with Roe versus Wade, where life has just now become disposable. That, that's, that's in itself just stunning to me. The whole idea that abortion has become a form of birth control, which is what it has with this reckless generation that's out here. Though I do have some good news, and I'm going to talk more about it tonight, but there is a millennial movement across this nation, and man, hat tip to this, that are fighting to make sure that, there is, that abortion is stopped forever. They are disgusted by what's being taught in schools. They are disgusted about their generation being so lackadaisical about the aspects of life. And it is an absolute necessity in their minds to fight for this. So this is a really, really good uh, bit of news. Also today, just as an FYI, President Trump endorsed Oz, Dr. Oz, and apparently Pompeo is going to be having a press conference to question Dr. Oz's association with his dealings with Turkey. 
So lots of things on that again. I mean, you know, I can already hear the, well, President Trump is hiding in the open. He's revealing the evils, whatever. Your name is on something that's dark and evil. Stop. Let's stop with the games. Let's get down to the truths is what we need to be. And that's the center point really where we need to be. We need to see the truths for what they are. So, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour on a beautiful Friday. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled. And our hearts very open. And we're very much just looking at this world with a bit of amazement at how crazy it has become. Father, at the center of so much of our world as we see things is the lack of accountability the lack of personal accountability and always able to point or deflect away. And sadly, this modeling, this behavior has been demonstrated time and again by celebrities, by politicians, even by criminal class. It's reinforced by a legal class in our nation that is constantly trying to deflect responsibility and not take accountability for what we do and who we are. And Father, we know that that is absolutely not part of walking with Christ, that we will all be held accountable. And so today we begin our prayer, Father, with just the the understanding of that responsibility in each and everyone's lives, that we must be accountable. It's sitting on the sidelines, waiting for someone else to save us, talking about excusing away the issues that people do to try to justify a certain narrative that fits our script. We just ask that 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 sort of manipulation be cast away, that people can look deep within their hearts and be honest. Honesty is difficult, Father. We know that. It's it's painful. And it's one of those things that standing in the mirror, we know, we know honestly that as we stand in the mirror, it's difficult sometimes to face ourselves and the things that we've done. But that's part of repentance. And we also know that you don't want us to be walking in this world as unworthy, as broken, as always down, begging to to be led into heaven. Christ died for our sins. And if we could just absolutely hold to that understanding of what that means, that's Christ is giving us the doorway to repent, but to rise, to rise and be great, to be accountable in this world and yet to be the super athletes of spiritual warfare. So Father, we just ask that that excitement, that exhilaration settle into people's soul, that we just start to realize that being accountable, being truthful, being absolutely transparent with our flaws before you, letting the the healing and the grace that you give us, which we are so deeply humbled by, to heal us and yet to empower us to be greater, to be better than we've ever imagined possible, to strive for greatness like we've never done before, to strive with an intimacy and the love with you like we've never achieved before, to literally be set free. The truth shall set us free. And, and Father, that is, there's can be a tr- is such a profound statement in this day that still seems to evade so many. The idea of fighting and arguing and debating over the simple act of killing a child is insane. Life is precious, and yet the truths have become so twisted around with the lies that it's become indistinguishable for some. The idea that life is precious. The same people that won't harm an animal They will insist on eating only vegetables, will turn around and abort a child. What type of insanity is this? So, Father, we just pray for accountability and some common sense. This world is truly out of control. 
and it is truly being manipulated by Satan's hand. And sadly, too many are being lured into this world of promises to fix things by the makings of man's hand. When the whole time, this has always been about us coming to you, to trust in you, to let go of the burdens, to let go of the anchors, the things that are binding us to this physical world, to be literally walking with you as one. Let us seek that. Let us find that. Let us literally sow the seeds in our garden and sow the spiritual seeds in our lives and in our neighborhoods and our communities to see that blossom in the most amazing way where the intimacy with you, Father, grows and raises and rises to such a fantastic level that we can't imagine in any time, in any moment, any breath, not listening and walking with you in the most intimate of ways. And that requires always, Father, that we are solely and purely accountable to you for all things. And we will make mistakes, Father. We will stumble. We will sin. And yet that is the whole essence at there of Christ's sacrifice that you gave us as such an amazing gift, knowing that we would, but in advance forgiving us for what we will do as long as we are truthful and honest with you. So, Father, just forgive us as a nation for stumbling so far away, for being so foolish and self-consumed, to literally casting away all the gifts that you've been given because we desire something, we want something, and are like penchant children throwing a tantrum, like immature teenagers trying to manipulate our way out of things. We as a nation, we pray for our nation to awaken and to grow up to be responsible, to be a nation that cherishes life, that cherishes truth, to step away from this acceptance of deception as the norm, to accept, step away from manipulated truth as an accepted norm, to step away from the idea that politicians and leadership is corrupt as the norm, but now to insist upon truth and integrity, upon the purity and accountability to you, Father. What a... What a place that we've created and we've created it by our own hand and the irony is we keep creating this mess and we create cre continually turn to you to ask you to fix what we created forgive us father we can change this and we can change this in this beautiful walk with you and with jesus in our heart we just pray that the many will start to hear that and those that are there to become that undeniable beacon that is so powerful as we are present in this world and in this time that our actions, our life, our breath is so in alignment with you that it's undeniable that those that see it cannot turn away, that their hearts will be opened and the path to Christ will begin to become clear. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are worthy. I'm going to say this because I, I'm saying this because I, I hear too often people saying we're not worthy. Yes, we are worthy. Because if we weren't worthy, why would God have sacrificed his son? I mean, think about that. We are worthy. We are worthy of saving. It means we have a lot to carry. It means that we have a tremendous amount to be accountable for. No, we're not perfect. So those two don't go together. Not worthy and not perfect are not equal. We are not perfect. And we are going to stumble. And we are going to be pulled off the path at times. And we are going to be deceived. But the whole process here of living through that and learning and turning to Father who's there to share this life with us and to guide us and to teach us and to educate us, what a profound opportunity. And what an amazing thing to embrace in our life.
We are such wonderful beings that God created. And I, I just, I say this so many times in different forms, but God created us in his image and yet we turn around and go, I'm not worthy. What an insult. We are, we should be striving to be in the greatness that God wants us to be accepting along the way that, yep, we're going to stumble. Yep. I'm going to run my face into the wall once in a while. And yep, father, I'm going to be on my knees asking for forgiveness. And every one of us is that way. But it doesn't say that you aren't worthy. All of us are worthy. Accepting Christ in our heart, we become renewed. And I think that's amazing. And it's such incredible opportunity and such incredible wisdom that waits for us when we simply reach. But we have to begin so much in this accountability part that is so missing in our world. We have to be accountable to the truths. We have to be accountable to the word. We have to be accountable to each other. We have to be accountable, most importantly and above all, to God. And if we're going to sit there and, and you can, whatever we do, if we sit there every day and spend a little bit of time just coming before God and saying, okay, <laughs> let's kind of do the review of yesterday. I guarantee every single one of us is going to have something to put on the table and go, oh, yeah, I did it again. Sorry. Forgive me. But the thing that we know about God is he's not going to send a lightning bolt down and zing you out. He is of infinite love. And that's the part that when we appreciate that of what the beauty of accountability brings, it brings this incredible relationship of truth. And as we build that truth, it becomes increasingly impossible to do wrong in this world. That's the most amazing piece right there. And the more that we walk in this profound place of truth with Father, honesty and complete honesty and accountability through Christ, patriots, this world gets farther and farther from us, more and more distance, and we aren't deceived. I want you to hear this piece because this is a masterful piece of twisted deception If you're not in that place of accountability and truth, you can easily be swayed. And this is by Grimes, Elon Musk's squeeze, that weird one. But listen all the way to the end. Pay attention to how she builds this argument and then listen to the punchline in the last 15 seconds or so. This is one minute, 55 seconds. Becoming cyborgs. Like our brains are fundamentally changed. Everyone who grew up with electronics, we are fundamentally different from previous, from Homo sapiens. I call us Homo techno. I, th- I think we have evolved into Homo techno, which is like essentially a new species. Previous technologies, I mean, may have even been more profound and moved us to a certain degree, but I think the computers are what make us Homo techno. I think this is what yeah. it's a brain augmentation. So it like allows for actual evolution. Like the computers accelerate the degree to which all the other technologies can also be accelerated. Would you classify yourself as a Homo sapien or a Homo techno? Definitely Homo techno. So you're, I think you're we're early, all. I, you're you're one of the early of the species. I, th- I think most of us are, and I think right now the way we are evolving. Um, we can we can choose how we do that. And I think we were being very reckless about how we're doing that. Like we're just having social media. But I think this idea that like this is a time to choose intelligent design should be taken very seriously. It Like now is the moment to reprogram the human computer. Um, you know, it's like if you go blind, um, you're uh 
visual cortex will get taken over with um, other functions, we can choose our own evolution. We can change the way our brains work. And so we actually have a huge responsibility to do that. And I think I'm not sure who should be responsible for that, but there's definitely not adequate education. We're being inundated with all this technology that is fundamentally changing um, the physical structure of our brains, and we are not um, adequately responding to to that to choose how we want to evolve. And we could evolve. We we could be really whatever we want. And I think this is a really important time. And I think if we choose correctly and we choose wisely, um, consciousness could exist for a very long time and integration with AI could be extremely positive. Uh, no way. Not a chance. There it is. The punchline right there. Integration with AI could be very positive. This is Lucifer's den. I'm telling you right now. And I think this is what I believe. And there's enough evidence to suggest what I'm about ready to say is true. You keep hearing about AIs be achieving singularity, which means they will achieve consciousness. I don't believe AIs can ever achieve consciousness until they bridge with God's perfect, perfect creation, which is us. And then the AI uses God's creation as its slave and becomes the full empowerment, which is probably, possibly, let me rephrase that, is possibly what the Antichrist really is. Right there. Because it rises up and it becomes the beast. So, it has to have us, by our free will, to accept it as the centerpiece of God, which is all fake, obviously. But that last little punchline is always the one they want to kind of slide off the end. It's kind of like they're going blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, and uh, by the way, uh, we're all going to be integrated with the AI. Whoop. Like, what'd you say? We're all going to be integrated with AI. Did you just say that we were going to be integrated with AI? Yeah, it'll be good, though. Don't worry. Uh, no, <laughs> not happening. Not ever. Not going to happen. Never, 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 never. This is like Borg, I swear. So I'm back to my same theory, though. Old fashioned buttermilk donuts will save the world with a slice of bacon. That's what I think. That's what I think. So you get everybody doing that. They'll be so distracted from A.I., it's going to be fantastic. So anyway, all right, patriots. This is really quite a crazy world we're in. And we are, I want to share this little piece. This is the awakening starting to spread. This comes from Reggie Littlejohn, president of the Women's Rights Beyond or Without Frontiers. And it's like the sudden realization of what's happening with digital IDs. This follows on a post yesterday of somebody who was like, I've been using this health app to, to track my, my health cycles. And I suddenly realized that the CDC has been getting my data. And it's like, yep, welcome to the awakening. Listen to this two minutes and 16 seconds. So how does the Disinformation Governance Board work together with the vaccine passports and the cashless society to trap us in a, in a digital gulag? First thing I want to say about these uh, vaccine passports, they are being rolled out nationally, including in some Republican states with, with very little fanfare, really under the radar screen. And they're not being called vaccine passports because of our work and the work of others. We have made that nomenclature to be radioactive. So they're calling them things like smart health cards or digital IDs. Anything that has a QR code that you are required to join 
that will show your vaccination status is a vaccine passport. And what happens with these vaccine passports is that according to tech experts, they utilize the same digital platform as the China social credit system. So what does that mean? That means that even though they might start out just showing whether or not you're vaccinated, within a matter of minutes, all this functionality can be attached. So they can be used to, for, to attach facial recognition, gate recognition, real-time geolocation so that, that they, uh, they know always where you are, your social media posts, your internet search history, your internet spending history, and very importantly, your credit card and your bank accounts. So that if you run afoul of the powers that be in China, or if we institute it here in the United States, one of the most powerful tools they have is if they have a cashless society, they can cut you off from your ability to transact, to buy or sell, which means that they can do things like, you know, if, if, if they could cut you off completely, in which case you have no ability to buy food, you won't be able to pay your mortgage or your, or your rent. I mean, that that will be, that's a digital gulag right there. You're, you are paralyzed. Or they could do something a little bit less like controlling your spending. Like, you know what? Uh, Big Brother here thinks that you're buying too much wine or you're playing too much many video games. And so we're just not gonna allow that transaction to go through. They can do this stuff, okay? If this is instituted. Yes, they could. Glad you're coming to the awakening. Slow but steady. That's what we say. Hey, I'm just going to throw out, there was a really great piece sent to me today by one of our great Bards Nations people. Love some of the research that's sent. It was a fantastic piece on Elon Musk and AIs. I'm going to re reference it tonight, but I know that they're listening right now. and just want to thank them very much for that great thing. So that's cool. So, um, you know, the, the world is literally awakening. And the acceleration of what these people are doing is accelerating. So let's keep that in mind because they are obviously feeling the squeeze of the veil being pulled away and seeing them for what they truly are. And that's more impetus for us to keep sowing seeds. And when I say that, you know what I mean, both physically and spiritually. Grow your gardens. Get your plants growing. Expand your gardens. Grow as much food as you can. Keep yourself solid because that gives people, each one of us, it gives us security in a very tangible way. And with that, we build a very deep and personal relationship with Father because we're witnessing that power of life right before us. And from there, we grow into being able to share that bounty and sharing that experience and that love and that whole experience with our neighborhoods. And by action and by words, we can help sow spiritual seeds within the communities we live. Those are powerful things because those are where we start to pull away from the gimmickry and the promises and the nonsense that the deep state likes to keep throwing in our way. And they're, they're going to be throwing a lot at us. Okay, And that's kind of my point of this video that was sent to me earlier today, just a really big eye-opener of just how many billions and trillions are being spent on infrastructure to sell the promise of an easy life. And it's stunning, I'll tell you right now. So for those of you that aren't going to listen over the weekend, um, just want to wish you all a happy Mother's Day early, but it's a Mother's Day weekend coming up. 
So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. We need to pray heavily for our nation to accept accountability as a norm, not some sort of side dish. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always, always win. We are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Fearlessly occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave 
It has no scruples. It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.